Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Another little one then. Here we are doing a thing. Here we are doing a podcast. Uh, podcast. We are podcasting professionals. We are pod- well, we're podcasting amateurs. Amateurs. We're amateurs. Yeah, yeah we don't really make are. any money. None. Well, we should change that. We broke even once. I don't think that counts. No, but it was good though. Yeah. No, but I, I think we should try and try and get paid. All right, let's try that. All right. LeBron's got money. Oh, help us help LeBron. Help us help help, help 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 us. Yeah, exactly. Help us, LeBron. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And it's just the two of us again. It's just the two of us, and it's hot. It's I'm on fire. So I'm so glad there aren't two more people in this room. I'm so glad there's not two more people. It, the listeners out there may hear this sort of like, it's because we've got a fan on, and my fan is reading 29 degrees. And we're not turning it off. I'm not. Tu- I'm not it's turning not it off. Happening. Windows are staying open. Yeah, you might get. You might get the uh, the Car reading noise. chorus. Yeah, but Car noise. It's 29 degrees inside. Yeah, with all this stuff going on, and we've got a summer mold. And like uh, for any uh, US uh, listeners or anywhere else where they use the absurd Fahrenheit system. These are 29 Celsius, like proper. These yeah. are proper degrees. Like, like you're talking 90 degrees. Fahrenheit. This is serious. Yeah. Serious. Like it's 90 Fahrenheit inside the house. Yeah, it's an issue. It's We've an issue got a summer mole, and we're going to watch cartoons. Yeah, summer mole is getting us through. It's been it's been our friend for the last three or four episodes, and yeah. it's going to be our friend all the way through this hell. I think so. Um, uh, I think we should just jump straight into it because it's not uh, a bad idea. It's all different characters to last it's a menagerie. week. Menagerie. So. Uh, I don't think we need hugely to recap no. anything we discovered last time. Uh, so uh, we'll jump straight in then. We're watching Mouse Warming. It's a Claude and Hector number from September 6th, 1952. Let's do this well, thing. There you go. First things first, then. Go that on, was then. not Hector. It, no. no I mean, it's it, not hugely relevant to the episode, but, like... Yeah, it definitely didn't... Didn't see it. Like, considering that was a Claude and Hector number, because I don't even... I'm not entirely certain it was Claude, but, like, uh, I yeah, think it Claude was. didn't seem like Claude. That was... A, like, he was quite... Um, very malicious Yeah, he was far more looking. menacing, but then again, like, we normally see Claude in the context of, like, dealing with a dog or dealing with something, like... You know, more formidable. Yeah, uh, I think probably when he's in his element, he can be quite scary. Plus, we're mostly very low to ground level because the story is actually about those two mice. Yeah, it's like a little love story. So it starts with like a uh, wind-up moving van, kind of trugging along, and a new mouse family moves into the same place that already has a kind of young mouse living there already but yeah, young as like in like kind of a teenage yeah. well later teenager sort of like 18 19 sort of area yeah he's he's a, he's, he's young buck yeah and he's got himself like a, a little toy car but it's got a genuine gasoline engine so he's like it's a hot rod he's putting yeah, he's, he's pretty cool about. and uh there's 
the daughter of the family, I'm guessing she's probably about 16, 17, so still living at home, but it said you know. Something like, I'm in my teens six months. Or something like that, which makes it like... Yeah, but that was, but that was a letter written by Claude. Yeah, but my point is, like... No, he... he I know, that makes it seem very young to me, if that, if those words mean what I think they mean. That's like 13 and a half. Oh, no, see, because like, I, I read the word 16. So I, I, like, 16? I, I, I thought you said, like, I, I, I am 16 and six months. I don't know, I think it said I'm in my teens six months. Ah, uh, okay. Which I, is... Yeah, I mean, Weird. yeah, yeah, it's definitely. But I mean, how long do mice live? Yeah, like, maybe that's really know. fucking old. Like, yeah, who fucking knows? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this young buck mouse. Yeah, and uh, he's he's trying to get after this lass, isn't he? Basically, he's trying yeah. to just get over to talk to her. Yeah, like the, he's, she's got like a, a seemingly quite sort of stern father. Well, I mean, he had he a whole gun. He had a big gun. Well, yeah, a big he revolver. had a normal-sized gun, but he's a mouse. <laughs> what, what I found odd was uh, we have seen um, a lot of sort of like mice living in society. And they obviously, I mean, they moved in. Yeah. There, was, there was toy cars, there was a moving van, there was all sorts. Um, they were living an almost borrower-esque style life. Yeah. I'm thinking that, because we know that there is um, stuff made specifically for smaller, um, kind of the smaller characters so i'm thinking the ones that have to kind of cobble together borrower-esque style are maybe just not as well off you know they can't can't afford the sort of like specifically made stuff yeah and he so just uses toys and stuff yeah but yeah because the uh the delivery also was uh it was a clockwork van there was a mouse on it to deliver the parcel yeah but like he didn't have to presumably do much driving the van i can't imagine so right but I mean, like, would that not be a better way? You know, maybe mice are just slightly more environmentally well. Not the the but clan to be fair, lot. It's not a bad idea, is it? Well, of course it's not. Obviously, not the clan lot. Like, you know, the lot. Yeah, not are, the cult. Yeah, like they're not environmentally friendly. Well, I mean, we don't know that. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, they are trying to wipe out the entire world. That doesn't really seem environmentally friendly well, to me. I mean, we don't know that they're trying to wipe out the entire world. Take they, they take over the world. Yeah. It's completely different. Well, no, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I never got that when villains used to want to destroy the world. Oh, to destroy the... Yeah, but it's kind of like when, you know, vampires want to eat all the humans. It's like, well, that's short-sighted. Yeah, but... Like, it still makes a little more sense to me. Does it? Yeah, because I don't know... I, I mean, it, de- it depends on your sort of vampire law, uh, but, like... Now, if I knew I had some, a finite... Sometimes they need it to be powerful. Yeah. And sometimes they need blood to live. Yeah. But like, so it's like, if they're just not going to be that powerful, they'll just be vampires together. Then, then that's 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 one thing. Whereas if they need it to live, yeah. it's a different kettle of fish. And it's just I like because like most of the time it's like they they you know they require you know there's a craving. Because also there's there's that bit in uh, interview with the vampire where he's living in the sewers and eating rats. Yeah, so it doesn't doesn't need to be human blood. Well, no, no, but then why get rid of all the humans, like? Well, no, because they're they causing that much of an issue. Yeah, but quite often they're like that. Humans are like a uh, 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 pest, like a uh, uh, yeah. Like they're vile. They're horrible. I mean, that's pretty much the real world we live in. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, true. <laughs> it's just I don't know that vampires would be any better. Yeah, well, yeah, there was that. Anyway, off topic. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's basically just kind of a chase bit, like you know, this young mouse who isn't named. No, uh, he's trying to get over to see the lass. 
Um, and Claude there's lots a lot of, of letters. Yeah, a lot of letters with his uh, claw. But the mouse catches onto this and then writes a letter to Claude from the dog, yeah. which is supposedly Hector, even though he's named as Butcher and doesn't really... He doesn't look like not, Hector. He's not he's Hector. Not, it wasn't Hector. Um, going, oh, hey, pal, um, it's me, the dog. Uh, I want to make up and be friends. Come round for a game of Canasta. So Hector goes round to play a bit of... Claude goes round. Yeah, sorry, Claude goes round, yeah, to go play a game with him and then obviously gets attacked by the dog because the dog didn't write any sort of letter. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. There's there's a few things to note. Like, as you say, like, there's the the lifestyle of these mice seems, uh, like, out of sorts with a lot of mouse lifestyle that we've seen. But they are still renting from somewhere. They are still renting, yeah. So unless it comes furnished, yeah, and it's just, like, the cheaper furnishings. Because, like, everything in the house was, like... Because we've seen it with Sniffles as well. Sniffles uh, had just... Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, like, I put that down to his alcoholism. Well, yeah. He's got... He's got he's got to fund his alcoholism. But what was good, it was the confirmation um, of an idea that we've had several times about Sylvester. Oh, and, yeah. Like, basically, um, with the, the big gun that the father mouse owns... Claude gets shot in the face and survives, which means that Claude... Claude has been killed at least once with a gun. With a gun, yeah. So it's nice to see that that is applying to kind of all cats, cats and general, not yeah. just Sylvester. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, if a cat loses a life uh, to uh, a certain happening, then that, that thing can't kill them yeah. anymore. But it's just good that it's confirmation that that's not a Toon Power specific Yeah, it's not to Sylvester, Sylvester power. No. It's... It's cats. That's how cats' nine lives work in the Tooniverse. Yeah. So we'll tick that, tick that off. Confirmed. Yes. So we 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 were pretty sure, but so now now we've seen it in in a different cat. Now and we it's know. like, yeah, that's the way it works. Uh, also, the mice looked quite a lot different to mice we've seen before. They did look. I'm quite wondering a bit different. if there, I was wondering if there was a way to tell actually visually uh, if mice were mice or baby elephants. Oh yeah, potentially. Uh, like, I'm just wondering if there's a, you know, actually Very definite. A, hard, a hard set of rules we could come up with. I mean, I think we probably could. I think I think it's worth trying to do. Yeah. Because we've we've seen some discrepancy in that regard before. Yeah. But just so we can look at it and go, ah, that one's actually probably going to be an elephant eventually. Yeah, but we do know that some. Yeah, we know that some mice are baby elephants, so yeah. it, it's worth keeping an eye on because, like, these guys, uh, the, the faces were wider, the ears were sort of droopier, and yeah, more side. Uh, Side mounted than top mounted, like we've seen some. They didn't uh, less elongated. Uh, yeah, face. they were definitely a much flatter. So I, th- I think that's worth. I think that's worth looking at. I think so. Yeah, uh, but I think that's all about all we're going to get because it wasn't really a Claude and Hector episode, and they're the ones we've got some stuff for before. So yeah, I think the the only takeaway from this is the kind of confirmation of the the life losing bit yeah but i think that i think that's a good a good thing to have got down so. and yeah we'll, we'll keep an eye on these mice and 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 see so, see, see if we can what, start see. telling the difference yeah absolutely uh let's move on then uh next up it's oh it's all the old favorites i'm loving this it's a bugs bunny daffy duck and elmer fudd number Ooh. called rabbit seasoning from september 20th 1952 let's look at that with our eyes i think we should Similar to a previous one. 
He's very similar. I mean, realistically, I wouldn't have called that rabbit seasoning. I'd have probably called it uh, how to get your beak blown off. How to get your beak blown off in 17 different ways. Yeah. Like Daffy Duck. So, I mean, we've talked about Daffy beforehand um, and how he has the ability to um, pilot... He can pilot a... Like uh, kind of... Yeah, like a... Like automaton-esque sort of um, things. But we did say that, you know, it's if we saw him doing like go-go gadget sort of level stuff, then then that was the automaton... But we but also we do we do still believe that Daffy himself just has a prosthetic has beak. Has a prosthetic beak. Yeah. yeah. And I think this was actually Daffy because we didn't see him do anything other than getting his beak blown off. Yeah, and he also wasn't being sent out to do something. Like because yeah. I don't think Daffy probably has direct access to whatever robot versions of himself. No, I think it's when he he's wants. on a mission. It's when he's on a mission. Yeah. Whereas here, he was just fucking with bugs. Yeah, I mean, it did not go well. It like, not go Daffy well, is no. not the, uh, the, the, the the sharpest knife in the drawer, is he? I I mean, normally people go for tool in the shed. The sharpest tool in the shed? That's not what your people that's go a, for, that's isn't a it? a silly thing to say. Okay. You know, you're not going to go, ooh, look, there's a sharp hammer. All right, some some tools are sharp. Yeah, but, but then you say the tool that's sharp. Don't you? Well, you can like do. The axe. He's yeah, not the sharpest, the sharpest axe in the shed. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay. But you went for knife. In the drawer. took you to the drawer. But yeah, because okay. that's, I mean, all the knife rack, I guess. <laughs> it's not the sharpest knife on the knife rack. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> the sharpest knife in the kitchen. Oh, okay, that that's works. Better. That's better. That, that works, yeah. That feels more right. You, you prefer that? Well, okay, yeah, I'll... I don't know why. It just feels better. Yeah, it's because, like, you know, as soon as you start going in the drawer, people are like, that's not a saying. <laughs> yeah. No one a... uses the word drawer in a saying. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You just wouldn't, would you? I mean, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's why this tangent has happened. No, I like it. Right, so Daffy's not the sharpest tool in the... He's not the sharpest the, knife in the drawer. In the, he's not the sharpest knife in the kitchen. Okay, yeah, okay. Not the sharpest knife the in the kitchen. He's not the brightest crayon in the box. Yeah. He gets talked out... Yeah, he, get, he basically just gets talked into being shot in the face a lot by uh, bugs. A lot. Like, a lot. Like but every he's got seconds. him bulletproof face yeah he's fine like, why is daffy fine why has he got a bulletproof face no, why, yeah why is he fine i'm wondering whether or not the beaks got more to do with it than anything else did you just always get shot in the beak magnetic beak now that's what i'm thinking i'm reckon do you know um there was one of do, do you know the animatrix yeah you know they did one of batman where they did like a like a load of short Batman stories. Uh, I didn't know that, but okay. Well, it it, it it's quite good. Um, but basically, so it runs along the same sort of premise where like just a load of different anime directors were given like kind of short stories. Yeah. And in one of the short stories, um, it's looking at Batman and he's testing out a sort of like new gravitational um, armor. Right. And essentially, it like it works on like uh, supersonic noises. So basically, when there's a super no- supersonic noise, it activates and it creates a like a bullet bending sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And Batman tries it out. And, so they don't hit him; they but, just go around him. Yeah. So basically, when she, and it wings them off. Um. But then somebody gets clipped by a stray bullet, and Batman's like, "Oh no, I can't use that again." But right, I'm wondering okay. whether or not Daffy has something like that in his beak. I can kind of see and that. And it basically, it channels it into the beak. So basically any other shot that would hit him in the head 
gets channeled to the beak, and that's why his beak gets... But it might just go around, because then that would just leave him with basically, you know, like, whatever other... uh, Force. ...comes out the the gun. So he'll still take a hit. It's not pleasant. Oh, yeah, but it's just not... I just don't think he's getting the actual projectile. Yeah, it's like being shot uh, at nearby with a blank, rather rather than real close up, which is not good. Don't shoot each other with blanks. Always good. Don't yeah. shoot each other with bullets as well. I mean, uh, also putting that sure. out there. Although, unless you're trying to kill each other, don't try kill each other. I mean, that's why just... do I have to be the voice of reason here, Chris? <laughs> I, mean, I, think that, I think that's good blanket advice. Don't try and kill each other, <laughs> folks. So yeah, like maybe he's got something like that going on. Like maybe like in, like in his beak, he's got some tech that because also I reckon that's the kind of uh, tech he could smuggle out because he would just put on the well, beak attachment from the automaton yeah, onto his I reckon face. that they just gave him that anyway <laughs> because, because he has it's a like tendency to, to get, get shot, shot in, in the, the face. face yeah it's like okay I'm going out personally me Daffy Duck not not one of my good robot yeah, bodies and it's they're like, like have mate, the good beak <laughs> like, you can't keep your mouth shut <laughs> nah, you're uh, gonna get shot yeah you have go, the good old beak there <laughs> the good beak yeah because they want him alive, obviously. But the, but then the question is, he's a valuable is, asset. He's a like, super soldier. Why is Daffy trying to wind up bugs? Shit and a giggle, isn't it? I think that is. I think that is actually <laughs> it. Because like, at the start, he was like, "Well, I've got to have some fun." It's like that's oh, a very bad sportsman of me, isn't it? But I've got to have some fun. Yeah. So yeah, I think it is just. And bugs, I think knows that there is no, there's no downside to Daffy fucking with them. Yeah. He can't. Like he's just. It's kind of like, I mean, you know, I imagine if you're uh, an uncle or an auntie, if you've got like an annoying sort of like niece or nephew, you're like, oh, bless them. Like, you know, they're trying. Yeah. But ultimately they can't do anything to me and I don't have to put up with them for long. Do you think presumably he's hope he's sort of hoping for the day when there's sort of the, now the student becomes the master sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. He's slightly losing hope that that day will ever come. Well, because the thing is, is like for me, Daffy is the the logical one to take over from the Bugs mantle. I mean, I think Daffy is de- would it would definitely be like Bugs's number two. Yeah, right? is that it's like he's definitely like the next best thing you're getting. I think so. And they and they're both from similar backgrounds. Like Daffy was more sort of uh, undercover during the war, but they both got sent on some pretty serious yeah. solo missions. Yeah, yeah, they did. They're both both and, com- and they're Daffy both commandos to, of the highest order. Yeah, and Daffy seems to get the job done regardless. Yeah, that's it. His his methods are unconventional. Yeah, he doesn't do things by the book. No, he's a maverick. He's never read a book. He, he doesn't even know what Has a book is. Has he ever is. read a book? Have we seen him with a book? I don't think I don't think we've ever really seen him. We've seen bugs with a book. Yeah. But Bugs, Bugs has more of a system, though. Like Daffy, you don't really know what he's going to be up to. I don't Bugs, think Daffy knows what Bugs, he's going to be up to. He is going to dress as a lady. Yeah, and and woo someone. That that's part of his. That's yeah, his that's, MO. that's yeah. That, he, he loves it as well. He, he loves it. And, it, and what I have been really enjoying about the Bugs dressing as a lady is over the sort of. I guess about 15 years of cartoons we've watched. Yeah, he's getting better at it. No, you really like is. It's, yeah. it's, like it's just getting better and better. It's like, uh, he's getting more and more into character as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, he he stays does more, in character. He does more voices. Yeah, like this one was particularly good. He was really going for it. Yeah, but yeah. Like I, I, I do like just like, watching the slow progression of Bugs just getting just awesome. better and better yeah. and <laughs> as a lady. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, I think it's but absolutely fantastic. I think that was. I mean, I think uh, the reason, certainly the reason Bugs just lets it 
fly is because ultimately he does want those people to to train up both yeah. Elmer and Daffy yeah so and it's like, good training yeah it's good training uh and really Bugs knows that Daffy needs to be on his sort of level yeah and the only way he's going to get there is uh if he is repeatedly outdone by Bugs over and over again until he until t- he learns, learns to do yeah it. yeah and uh yeah I think this is a good way of doing it uh, I, I mean, I think that's probably the reason Bugs had a physical rabbit hole out and about at that time. Yes. He was like, it will only be a couple of days before Daffy tries to get one over on me. And it's like, let's see what the, let's see what the kids learned. Yeah. Yeah. I but, think he did reasonably well. I mean, he still got very riled up. He's not good at the word games. He's getting better at keeping him, though. He, he is. There was a lot of like carving <laughs> himself. Mm. Nope. Not this time. <laughs> no, no, sir. I ain't falling for this. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't think there's. I mean, as we say, it's very similar to one we've seen before. So yeah. uh, ultimately, I don't think it progresses much. But it's always fun to watch. Like Daffy's still my boy, though. Like he's still he's still my favorite favorite character. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, it's just like you are just a champion. Do well you know? Done. Do you know who else doesn't progress very much? Who's that? Foghorn Leghorn. Ah, uh, Foghorn. In his weird Groundhog Day situation. Uh, this is a Falcon and Henry Hawk number, as as uh, they're normally seen together. Uh, this is called The Excited Rooster, from October 4th, 1952. When did he get a wife? Well, see, what I'm thinking is... He's always had one. And this is just the start of every single day for him. And this is why, because it starts with him sat on the egg and the dog comes to wind him up. And he always finds some way of getting the egg, someone else to sit on the egg, and then he goes and winds the dog up. Yeah, and also I guess like... It's just it normally opens on him winding the dog up. It also gives him a reason to wind the dog up. Yeah, because the dog's been having a go at him all day. Yeah, because he's sat on an egg and he's yeah. calling him mama. That'd be annoying. Like, Do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to dedicate my constantly looping existence to the 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 aggressive trolling of this this dog. Yeah, but I mean the thing is that if he knows that he's stuck in a loop, he wouldn't be so keen to get someone to sit on the ah oh, unless he thinks that every time's they're going to be the last leap home. Yeah, I mean I think you've got to assume that <coughs> he's he's at least hoping hoping that that he's going to get out of it. He's going to get out of this loop. Yeah, but he still but wants he's to do something, give the dog I guess. some shit. Presumably, he's got to prove something. Maybe so if he didn't go and give the dog shit. I figure shit. at some point he will responsibly look after the egg. And the egg will hatch. And the egg will hatch. And that'll be the end of the loop. And that'll be the end. Of, yeah, that, that's, that's my feeling on the matter. Yeah, that seems reasonable. I do love that he gets Henry to look after the egg and he's just already got a scheme for the dog. He's already, stole, yeah. he's already just got a load, load of gumph. Yeah, like, just like ready for it. He's like, no, nah, nah, I got, I got this. I also up. like that. How many of his plans start with just going and spanking the dog with a paddle? <laughs> it is really fun. It's just like I'm going to grab the dog by the tail, lift him up, and smack him with this fence slat. Yeah, like hey, have that, mate. And then I'll do my, th- my yeah, my like more stockade, like, put together bit. I mean, yeah, it was an odd one, like. I mean, it's good to know that this is a responsibility he has, and in terms of a character who I think we we might have touched upon really early on, but hasn't been in it yet, uh, 
like in in terms of the advent of a certain character, I yeah. think I think this is it's a good like it's a good working model trajectory towards it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Henry. What what do we think about Henry? Like he doesn't seem because he seems to have broken the loop in terms of he doesn't seem to be trying to prove it to his parents anymore. But maybe he is. I think does he's he, just is stuck. he in a loop? Is that's the thing? Because he does different stuff every time. He does do different stuff every time. But the thing is, it's it's whether or not there's something else that changes. Yeah. Continuously. But, would, but if but if the only <laughs> thing that uh, can change is Foghorn in the loop, then it would have to be something Foghorn does that very quickly alters everything else. Henry's bit. But there's not a lot of everything else. No. Really. It's just the way Henry acts because you'd expect Henry to be coming out the same way with the same stuff. All the time. time. You know, like that guy in Groundhog Day who steps in the puddle. Yes. Every day. Yeah. Um, you'd Watch out for that, that first step. It's a doozy. It's a doozy, yeah. Yeah, because it's actually Bill Murray that steps in it continuously. Oh, Not yes, the guy. Right, it's Bill Murray. It's Ned. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah he's... That's his name, Ned. Yeah, Ned. It's Ned... Fuck. Ned something Polish sounding man. Yeah. Vireman Ned Somethingman. Yeah. But yeah. It'll anyway. come. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. It's Bill Murray. But yeah, watch yeah. out for that. You'd expect, it's a you'd expect doozy. there to be some of that action. Going yeah. On. Like you'd expect Henry to be Ned in the situation. Yeah. Like always doing the same thing. But he doesn't. He, he changes. He changes it up. So I'm wondering if he's stuck in a loop as well. And it's reliant. But on why isn't he getting any better? Else. I mean... I don't know. He's still a kid, though. He's still a moron. Yeah, but the thing is, is he's lived a lot of days. Like, is he a kid anymore? He has, but like, I don't know. Because I don't really just know. Just because he hasn't works. aged. Yeah, but at some point, there's like, <laughs> presumably, like, if someone was two forever, yeah. I don't think they'd get super smart, would they? There's got to be some physical development of the brain as well. I guess. Yeah, I guess think. so. Yeah. I mean, past a certain point. Yeah, but the I thing, but the so. thing is, is like, does like Foghorn has to? Foghorn's not getting any better either. Well, no, but the thing is, is for him to be able to remember, his brain has to change, so his body can't be resetting. It never feels like Henry remembers, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Foghorn, it feels like he remembers. Yeah, at least he remembers his feud with the dog. So I've just realised a really big loophole problem in um, Groundhog Day, and it's just really frustrating me. Okay, go for it. Well, do you know how, like, he, he kills himself several times? Yeah. And he wakes up and he's fine. Yeah. So that means that his body resets. Yeah. But he remembers everything from the days before. But we know that that's a physical thing. Your body lays down, like, memory pathways in the brain. Why isn't his brain resetting? Even after he's had it destroyed by a train, or shot himself, or hung himself. Like, why? why is his brain, the memory paths, why are they consistent uh, and yet he is entirely damaged and broken body is fully repaired two reasons go for it one <clears throat> okay don't just say script uh, i was uh, i was gonna say i mean it's not so much a reason it's just that the fact that he's in a loop never gets explained either you don't need to worry about it it's like yeah no, no you like, may as well just be asking why did that day loop over and over again yeah well, I mean, like, like, I could say that, but the thing is, I've already accepted that that's a premise of the okay, film. Okay, so you've already accepted that's the premise of the film. Yeah. Uh, but B, it would be a really long, really boring film <laughs> if his memory is every time. I mean, we could make that film. 
with some video editing. It's Groundhog Day. We'll just take the first day and we'll just loop that for two hours. Like the first 20 minutes of the film, just loop it. I think there's space for that on YouTube. I think there is space for it. It's just like Groundhog Day, but everything resets every time. And like, we, like, because I mean, there's there's stupid versions of like songs that loop for like 24 hours or something. We could definitely do that for yeah. Groundhog Day. Okay, well, Groundhog Day, the actual film. Yeah, Groundhog Day, but everything resets every time. We'll there have to get go. in touch with Bill. Make sure he's all right with it. <laughs> He'll be fine. I reckon Bill love he's it. A pretty chill guy. He seems pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a new project. <laughs> hashtag like... Let's Chill Bill. <laughs> chill Bill. <laughs> Uh, speaking of hashtags help us help LeBron uh, yeah. we've got a lot of information for LeBron James the basketball talent in the upcoming documentary Space Jam 2 uh, we've got a lot of information for him a lot of dossiers yeah uh, a lot of information uh, and he, he really needs it if he's going to bring everything he ca- we know he can to this role yeah um, so if you know LeBron uh, if you know someone who might know LeBron or you're just perfectly comfortable uh, really hounding people uh, through social media channels, please uh, <laughs> use the hashtag uh, help us help LeBron. Uh, and uh, Let's know, get the word out there. In. Let's get the word out there that we've done a lot of good, important <coughs> work for him uh, and you know, we, we intend to do so into the future. Yeah, and I mean, th- this is... it. This is an entirely selfless thing as well. Like, like, like we're not just trying to help LeBron. We're trying, well, to, we're trying to save the world here. Yeah. But at the start of this, we established we're, we're amateurs. We don't exactly. make any money. We're doing this for free. We're trying to save the world here because I don't think, I don't think people are ready to bring their top basketball game when those aliens. Well, turn, they have. They haven't been training in the same way that the Tooniverse has. No, because I, I mean, we don't know what what's gone on in this universe since Space Jam. We haven't even no. got to Space Jam. No, we haven't. Uh, like, we probably need to crack on with that. We probably should but, chop, chop. But ultimately, at least we know what happened in Space Jam. But I'm going to presume that most of the people in the universe think, well, oh, thank God that's done. Yeah, let's rest on our laurels. And actually, we on this side of the portal, we know, because there's this good documentary Space Jam 2, yeah. we, we know something's brewing. We do. Has I anyone, mean, I, I has assume Bugs told knows. the tunes? I assume Bugs knows. I mean, assume away. I will. Watch this. But that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, good podcasting. Yeah, good. It's good for an audio. Good medium. podcasting, yeah. yeah. Watch me assume Watch away. Can assume stuff. There we go. There Did go. it again. Just assumed it again. Did it again, didn't I? <laughs> Can you assume something again? <clears throat> yeah. Or you just, you know, I, at least I assume with the you same can. initial assumption. No, I assume you can do it again. Okay. I mean, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, this is descending into madness. It is. So, we uh, went canoeing again. Yeah, we shouldn't do it. <laughs> well, I knew we should. It's like 34 degrees out there now or something. Yeah, it's horrible. Definitely the better option to do it this morning. Let's wrap this up. Uh, All right. So, uh, we struggled to find a song this time, didn't we? Yeah, because but we found an absolute banger. We got we got a good one, uh, but we struggled because like, most of the episodes were pretty pretty true to standard format. Yeah. Um. Uh, but we, we've got one for you. Uh, until next week, please, if you do like the show, uh, leave it a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Otherwise, please just tell people about it. If you like it, other people will probably like it. We more than likely. We don't pay to advertise the show anywhere. Uh, it, like, all of our listenership is, is people just telling other people about it. So You should always assume that other people are going to enjoy it. Yeah, I think so. And, like, if... You know, if you feel comfortable, uh, please steal people's phones and such and just subscribe them to it. But then give them their phone back. Give them the phone back, yeah. Don't steal, yeah. Borrow. 
Yeah. Borrow people's phones, subscribe them to the podcast, give it back. And they might be like, oh, the Space Jam Continuum. I'll give that a listen. Let's give that a listen. Uh, and if you work in like an office or anywhere where you've got like a computer uh, or access to a lot of computers that has Spotify, uh, what would be good is if you could just like get our thing just playing on there uh, and then, I don't know, access some sort of PA system so it gets out to like whole schools yeah. or libraries or any sort of like uh, government buildings where it's just played continuously because people, people need this information and fa- it's failing like a public that, service announcement failing that leave it on a loop on spotify <clears throat> uh without the sound on because that'll still rack up our listens oh gives the good old numbers uh official boost so uh we're gonna leave you with uh johnny cash uh we just based on that last episode uh thought it might be nice to leave on uh Dirty old egg sucking dog. It's a good one. It's got egg and dog in and it. Dog. So, like, <laughs> what more could you possibly exactly. want? And Johnny Cash is pretty great. So, yeah. uh, we'll leave you with that and uh, we'll see you next week, which will be our final uh, episode of this season. And then we'll do a recap like we did last time. Yeah. And onward to season three. Season three. Oh, the heady heights. The heady heights. That's madness, isn't it? I oh, know, right? Doing, doing this for Third two, season. two years. Bloody hell. Uh, but yeah, until until next week, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you then. Bye! Well, he's not very handsome to look at Oh, he's shaggy and he eats like a hog and he's always killing my chickens That dirty old egg-sucking dog Egg-sucking dog I'm gonna stomp your head in the ground If you don't Stay out of my hen house, you dirty old egg-sucking hound. Now if he don't stop eating my eggs up, though I'm not a real bad guy, I'm going to get my rifle and send him to that great chicken house in the sky. Egg-sucking dog, you're always a-hanging around, but you better stay out of my hen house you dirty old egg a suck in the hound